Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Strap yourself in, everyone. Something, something, quarter, quarter of a mile, a minute. Grab a sexy babe and a hot cannon off because this week and next week and the week after next week, we're going to be talking about the Fast and Furious movies. The first three. And the first one came out in the year of our Lord, 2001. Good Lord. This franchise um, is old enough to drive? <laughs> yes. Badly? Well, no, it can drive. It's, it's, that's 20 yeah. as of recording this. That's 20, Mason. Mm. So leave a like if you could, uh, because what's baffling to me about this Point Break remake, quite frankly, Mason, <laughs> yes. even though there was a Point Break remake, but people didn't like it because I don't think it was enough like this. That's exactly right. It wasn't silly enough. But of like the car movies of that era, You're Gone in 60 Seconds, The Italian Job, Talk, The Transporter. Cars. Cars. Driven. Mm. Remember the movie Driven? Nope. Don't worry about it. Sounds like a Clint Eastwood movie, isn't it's it? It's a Stallone movie. I was close. Yeah, <laughs> Sure. Uh, it was an old man car movie, <laughs> so I was right. Like, who knew that this would be the one that we're still doing, right? I guess so, yeah. Baffling to you, me. You know the first thought I had about this movie upon rewatching it? Mm. God, everyone's so thin. <laughs> they're so thin. Like, and it's you know, it's a function of all these stars. They're still around, but, they, you know, they were, yeah. they were young and hungry at the time. My goodness, yeah. Because they hadn't eaten. But also, like that era, everybody had to be so thin. Everyone was thin. They had to have their low-slung jeans hanging off their hip bones, you know? Everyone's low-slinging it. Everyone's low-slinging it. So, yeah, the stars of this, who are now, well, they're not all alive, but who were launched into superstardom. Mm. For one, Paul Walker, an undercover cop who likes a terrible tuna fish sandwich with the crust cut off. Like a a baby. James, I've got a note here. It says, Brian O'Connor, a grown adult man who asked for the crust to be cut (laughs) off his sandwiches. He's he's expecting to be integrated into a criminal gang. (laughs) And he's like, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to the bodega where where his sister works. Yeah, and I'm just gonna be like, what, what you just say, with no crust, please. I'm a tough guy. Do you think it's one of those things where like? Because, you know, the game was big at the time and you wanted to make an impact when you're, oh. when you're talking to a chick. So what's something that's going to set you apart? For example, I've got a friend who used to work at Subway and Dermot Brereton used to come in, the famous footballer. This is too specific for this video. Boy, isn't it? This is going in the audio edition, all right. <laughs> no, it'll go in the video. Okay. But he'd order, you know, his sub or whatever. Dermot Brereton. Dur- Dermot Brereton. Legend of the game, Dermot Brereton. Okay. And then he'd go... Playing for the Hawks at the time, was he? Uh, probably he would have been just retired. And he'd go and one... Hell a time in his hands. That's right, exactly. And he'd go. He wanted that hot <laughs> shot at the end, is what you're saying. No doubt. And he'd always go and one jalapeno. 
And it's like you don't even you don't even need now, that. Now did he say that or did he say one jalapeno? Because <laughs> I suspect more likely to be the latter. Yeah, but anyway, we're not yeah. talking about <laughs> the subway preferences of football legend Dermot Brereton, <laughs> recently retired at the time of that story being told. We're talking about the Fast and the Furious. Yes. So Paul Walker uh, was was like a teen heartthrob off the back of She's All That and the movie The Skulls. Oh, yeah. If you remember the Secret movie Society The Skulls. Secret Society of The Skulls, yeah. Exactly. And Vin Diesel had done Saving Private Ryan, that weird Street Sharks ad, and Pitch Black. So they both had done things that were in the zeitgeist. Mm. They were famous, but they weren't like, you know... Been in a bunch of Fast and Furious movies, <laughs> right. famous. They or hadn't some even, hadn't even been in one. So yeah, yeah at that point in so time, so they were like, better get started on this. Better get, better into get it. started on this fan favorite franchise. It's good casting, right? I mean, they're both not great actors. Uh, that's not to throw shade because what I mean, do you, you just did? No, but what do you do in a movie like this? I should say they're not like <laughs> Shakespearean monologues. Yeah, and there's a bit of that, and there's a lot of like my brother was a car, and then a, he was eaten by a car, or you know, he, yeah, everyone's yeah. got a story about how. Again, you are thinking of the movie Cars. <laughs> I might be, but I think though a lot of the earnestness in this works, and we've kind of lost that in the later movies. Like the down-to-earth kind of... You know, because Dominic Toretto is a criminal because his father died in a fiery, fiery crash, and he witnessed that, and then he beat a man until that man had permanent brain damage. Mm. And it's like, shit! Yeah, right. I forgot this part of the story, yeah. yeah. I mean, the newer editions still have, like, where it's all about family, and yeah. it's all about you know, true friendship and that kind of thing. But you're right, it is. Then it's mixed with some, you know, it's mixed with uh, bloody uh, ludicrous going to space or whatever. So <laughs> Exactly. You're right. This is, this one is very down to earth and it, and it is, it's so quaint. Yeah. Like the heist involves, they go and they drive in front of a truck. Mm-hmm. They've got a little harpoon gun. They pull out the window of the truck. They make away with, with the DVD players. That's right. And uh, that that's adorable. God, isn't it just? They're not building a full-size matchbox track and <laughs> putting a rocket on the back of a car. No. And, you know? There's really none of that. It's I mean, adorable. I am, how much money do you think they could have made with a full truckload of those uh, I mean, Panasonic combo DVD VCR TV uh, uh, units? Millions. Yeah. Probably. Nowadays, I feel you still could. Uh, but what you'd have to do is you'd have to steal all of them. Then you'd have to back the truck up against like one of those like town hall electronics conventions with all <laughs> yeah. the little booths and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have Vin Diesel be there and, and you know, with all his wares and some guy would walk up to him and be like, uh, does this have a SCART connection? <laughs> They'd be like, I don't know. I just stole them. <laughs> My dad died in a car crash. I beat a man till he had brain damage. Guys, th- these don't have SCART connections. We could go. <laughs> But no, I think that works. I, I even like the guy in the crew who hates Paul Walker, even though he's a creep. But, you know, he's right. Because mm. he's like, is this, this guy's a cop. And he, I really, he is. I've got a note here. I really love uh, Jesse, the saddest boy in street racing, who I'm <laughs> assuming will still be alive at the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's in all of the sequels, isn't he? Yeah, he sure is. I remember that guy being absolutely... I think he should come back as part of a revenge mission. You can. Yeah. You absolutely can. I mean, he was only machine gunned in the streets. Yeah, but I remember him being like Robocop machine gunned. And mm. it's not really that, is it? He only gets hit maybe once. Yep. Everybody comes back yeah. in these movies. Then all I'm saying is I'd forgotten this guy existed and it's high time to bring him back. Hashtag justice for Jesse. I agree. Let's do it. 
if he's alive. Yep. <laughs> Which I hope he is. I God think bless. He is. Good. He should be. Uh, what do you think of the hottest cars of 2001? Uh, I've written here, I've got a note. It says the absolute matchbox cars that were considered cool in 2001. Yeah. And then underneath, I've written the absolute everything that was considered cool in 2001. <laughs> Just a big, chunky sneaker yep. and a snakeskin pant. Lowriders. Yeah. Jeans with the bikini top. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> It's coming back. It's all coming back. It's all coming the, back, the, the yeah. The 2000s fashion. But look, it's all like neon and spoilers and like stickers down the side of your car. To me, all these cars look really dumb. And to me, I also think that car culture is just engine nerds. Just people like little pistons and manifolds. Like it's not cooler than anything else. I'm not saying I'm better than this. What I'm saying is everybody's a nerd <laughs> Ooh, about... Yeah. YouTube metrics. Now that's cool. That sounds cool. But do, do you know what I mean though? Yeah. It's just people going, look, my car's got a microchip. Great. It's really cool, man. Yeah, but I mean, you know, um, when you're, you know, um, checking, uh, say, the, the monetization of one of your YouTube videos, yes. uh, you're not going to, like, drive off the side of a road and explode, are you? <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I could. If, yeah, maybe. You know. Maybe if you're doing it while you're driving, I guess. <laughs> and I wouldn't put it past you. In a Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, though, on the racing in this? Um, I think what is most notable about the racing in this is that a lot of races seem to be determined by whether your car has NOS in it or not. I all, could, all the strategic use of NOS. Yes. I could win one of these races. I could win all of these races you if just, I had three NOS buttons. <laughs> but most people only have two. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, in a, in a lot of instances, it's a lot of like, hey, I think I could beat you, and then you drive along, and then they're like, not if I do the NOS. <laughs> not if I gear shift and do the NOS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 that is quite funny to me. And then it gets to one of the later movies, and it's Dom Toretto like spitting NOS into an engine, maybe? Yeah, that's right. Is yeah. that what's happening yeah. in that movie? But you know what? At least in this one, which we cannot say about some of the sequels, mm. at least for the most part it is real cars doing real stuff. Yeah, there is a bit of like speed racer kind of blurry lines going when, when on. We see, when we see mm. the, the actors in the cars, a lot of the the, yeah. the, out, the outside background is yes. clearly CGI'd in. But but they also had like car rigs where, you know, you, you put the car on a trailer and you, and you do it like that to make it look real for the most part. Well, I guess what I'm saying is at least they weren't just clambering on big green boxes and then everything else is filled in later. <laughs> yeah. At least there were dummy car bodies that they were standing yeah, well, sometimes. That's, that's exactly right. But there's a few stunts in particular that are genuinely... Really great. That last truck heist. It's really impressive. And look, that's not Paul Walker. You can mm. see that because it's a different looking man and you see him multiple times and it looks like a guy much older than Paul Walker. But the jumps between vehicles, the speed that they're going, it's really good. Like genuinely good and genuinely tense. Whereas in a lot of the later movies, they'll just like jump off a car and just roll in the asphalt and it's fine. But for this, it's like... This seems very dangerous. Exactly. These guys are more street-level kind of dirty guys, and you feel like if that terrible guy falls off a truck, he's going to die. Yeah. (laughs) And nobody's going to cry about it, but, you know, he's still going to die. Or he dies in a later movie, which I looked up. I'm like, is this guy dead? Does he die in a later? He does. He dies in one of the later movies. Mm. Five or six. Or seven or eight. Or nine. Wow, nice. Or he's, or he'll be back. Or he's dead in real life. <laughs> he falls off the side of a car and took to his death. And he's like, I, I apologise for some of the problematic language I used in the first movie. It was the early 2000s. I was, high, I was drinking the NOS, all right? I was drinking the NOS. At the end, they have a, they have a speed race. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, we've got to beat this train. Oh, and yeah. Vin Diesel's finally driving his dad's car. But he's like, I'm too afraid to drive this car because my dad was killed by a car. Um, <laughs> not this car. I think it was a different car. But I'm still afraid of this car. And the flip... That it does because it's over, hit by a truck. Yeah, yeah over a train. Oh yeah, train. <laughs> over Paul Walker's it's car. It's hit by a train. 
Yeah, it's it's genuinely great. Like, really, really good. And maybe he wouldn't have hit the train if he didn't have a giant fucking engine poking out of the hood of the car. I would have put it Maybe, on... James, mm. he wouldn't have hit the train if he hadn't been involved in the illegal street racing. That, that's part of it that? too, yeah. Now, whenever I look at any of these movies, any scene in any of these movies, I'm like, who could we bring back? And I'm like, ah. who was driving that train? <laughs> John Cena? Was it John Cena? Could have been John Maybe Cena. It was John Cena driving the train. Oh, that'd be incredible. Yeah, right. Because he knew, he knew, he knew it would come to this. That's right. He's like, I'll wait twenty years. I'll come get him. I'll come get him in twenty twenty one. But yeah, like the idea of you know, like a big engine sticking out the front of your car. Put it on the roof. That's what I'd do. Sure. Just put that right on the roof, James, mate. James, you don't know anything about being cool in the year 2001. Oh, I'm sorry. You're one of those car nerds, are you? Is that you, are you? Yeah. Have I outed you as a car nerd? Rule number one, James, you don't put your big engine on the roof. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. There's a few moments in this. Uh, with there act- were plenty of moments in this. With actors, because I love it when I'm watching a movie and I'm like, I recognise that actor. Diamond Face. From Diamond the movie Face. Die Another Day, yeah. Exactly. The most 2001 guy you could possibly imagine. Bring him back. Bring back Diamond Face. What happened to him? Did he get machine gunned? He got machine gunned to death. Fell off a bike? I can't remember. Paul Walker shot him a bunch of times. Oh, no. But again... Or was it Vin Diesel who shot him? No, it was Paul Walker, definitely. Oh, no. But, again, like you said, it's not like he was chopped into 100,000 pieces by a jet engine. <laughs> so, But even then... Even then, bring him back. Look, that Justice last, for Diamond Face. I, I did tune out a bit in that last uh, motorbike chase, but there is a moment also where two of the bikes jump over the hill and you see they're just going off ramps. You can see the ramp. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Steps in the middle of the road and then Paul Walker's car <laughs> does the same. Uh, and also Buffalo Bill is in this. That's true, yeah. So there you go. I'm like, actors I know in movies. Bless my stars, yeah, I said. I've never true. seen such a thing. Um, but I mean, also, obviously, you recognize rapper Ja Rule is oh, in man. this movie. I've got a Ja Rule story about this. What? Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay, so he was at my friend's subway. <laughs> Jay. And he started on up. No, 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 no. And he said, and he let Dermot Brereton go first. Wow, he, that's Because nice. he has respect for the legend of the game mm-hmm. that is Dermot Brereton. Yeah. And his beautiful, beautiful mullet. Uh, no, okay, so Joel Singleton spoke about him on the Grantland podcast. Joel Singleton directed the sequel. I was going to say prequel. Some of these are prequels. I'm yes. pretty sure this one isn't, but it might be. Uh, so apparently Ja Rule got too big for himself. He turned it down, as in part two. Mm-hmm. He turned down half a million dollars. He got 15 grand to be in the first movie. He was really big at the time. I guess Murder, Inc. was throwing out hits and were making money hand over foot. He was acting like he was too big to be in the sequel. He wouldn't return calls. I went to the studio to go and see him. That's just my mantra. I say mantra. What do you say? Not that. <laughs> I deal with a lot of music people. He was kind of playing me to the side, and I was like, "What? what is this shit? This was all initiated by me. I then made the call. I called Ludacris. Whoa. So that's why Ludacris is a star of this franchise. Chris Ludacris, yeah. Bridges, legend of the screen. You could bring back Ja Rule, though, between fire festivals. I was going to say, <laughs> might sure, have a yeah. bit of time on his hands. <laughs> But, like, imagine looking back and turning this down. I think Timothy Olfen was up for the role of Don Toretto as well. Oh, really? Which, you know, I think is would have been great because he's amazing. But Timothy Olfen is also probably too jovial in real life, where Vin Diesel is just seems to be doing Don Toretto all the time, uh-huh. which I really enjoy. He's just fully involved in family and Corona and Instagram stories that go forever. All these Dungeons & Dragons characters are called Don Toretto. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. What's still here, though, from this franchise? What do you recognise? Uh, race Wars. Oh, sure, one. yep. Mm. Love Just a good race war, let why? me tell you. Why did they over call here, it Over here at Mr. Sunday Movies, <laughs> Inc., we love a good race war, let no, me tell you. No, Mason. No, we do. Uh, it's like Hector, who, you know, he, he's in charge of stuff. He comes back, doesn't he, for mm-hmm. another Race Wars. That's true. Limp Biscuits Roland is out the door. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> if you're if you're, if you're Jones for your fix of that Limp Biscuit mix, yeah. uh, you're not going to see it past uh, the first couple of these. Yeah. You know? So, Corona's been maintained, unless it's not the particular brand for that movie, and then it might be a Bud Light or whatever, mm-hmm, sure, whatever's yeah, going yeah. on. It's not really about racing anymore, or well, they <laughs> might just throw in a race just for kind of old time's sake or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's more about the super spy action these days. Yeah. And is that because I think Vin Diesel had two franchises? He had this and he had Triple X, yep. which was a super spy movie franchise. And the Chronicles of Riddick. Exactly right. And I think maybe this one, you know, picked up, and so he didn't need Triple X anymore, you know? Yeah. He didn't come back for Triple X, too. Did he? No, that was he ended up coming, Cube. Yeah, and then he ended up coming back for three, which is a fascinatingly terrible movie if you've ever seen it. Also, it might be the fourth one. I, I don't. Who's to say? I think it's the third one. It's the third one. Okay, great. It might be a prequel. <laughs> Maybe it's a prequel. <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of interesting to see the DNA of this and what it ends up becoming. The family stays, obviously. Like, oh, you but, better you know, the it, yeah. family kind of come and go in these movies, depending who's killed and brought back to life and whatever. But you know what? All in all, 
it's it's pretty. I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> it's fine. Sure, okay, right. No, it's 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 interesting. I would say more than like. It's definitely a time capsule, yeah. isn't it? I didn't I didn't love it at the time, and I certainly like I was because you know I've never been a cars guy because of all the car nerds out there. Because nobody will let you put an engine on a roof. <laughs> sure, I, I get it. But 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 yeah, no, I don't not like it. It's just more of kind of a, a fascinating glimpse into the past this franchise, which is bigger than ever. Did this movie predate Pimp My Ride or was Pimp My Ride inspired? It's a great question. Let's check it the out. The reason I ask is because in this movie, Dom Toretto does have a huge sound system in his car that he operates using a remote control. It's a good point. Despite the fact that it's like six inches from his hand. He's like, <laughs> tweep, tweep. <laughs> Better it. put some Limp biscuit on. Tweep, tweep. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Um, Pimp My Ride, 73 episodes, hosted by Exhibit, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, premiered in March of 2004. Whoa. So, precursor. That's right. Absolutely. I'd put the engine on the roof of my ride. I'd be like, if you're going to pimp anyone's ride, can you please? <laughs> He's like, Mr. Sunday Movies, I know you like <laughs> engines on your roof. So we we put an engine on your roof. I don't understand <laughs> why t- you like that, but that's what we do on the show. We took your Hyundai Lantra, your first car. And we, we rescued it from that Geelong wreckers that you left it in when it broke down in Geelong. And we put the engine on the roof. Wow. Yeah. Got a bit of trivia here, Mason. Go on. Let's call it Speedy's Trivia. Too fast, too trivia. We're just <laughs> Think of a funnier thing. <sighs> Dom Tourette Trivia. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Uh, okay, so. We cut that out in the edit, but I was here for two hours thinking <laughs> of that. <laughs> so I uh, hear some alternate names. For the movie that oh, they were going wow. for, Racer X, which is it's a speed, speed racer, racer character. Yeah. Now this is, but this is there is already a movie called The Fast and the Furious, right? Like well, that's what I, I was going to get to. So the Red Line, Street Wars, Race Wars, nice. Probably best they didn't go with that last nah, one. No, people love a good race. War. Race Wars Nine. Dom Toretto's back and he's got to fight his brother. You're right, and that wouldn't because the next one would be called Two Race Two Wars. <laughs> Race War Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Very specific. Race War there. That is very specific. Yeah. 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 Mm, mm. Race and War. <laughs> race and War 5. <laughs> so, uh, race and War 6. That's good. Mm. So the name, The Fast and the Furious, was purchased uh, in relation to the 1954 movie of the same name. They don't really have anything in common. It's just a... Just a pretty cool name. And Vin Diesel's in it. And Vin Diesel's as in it also. As Don Toretto. That's right, exactly. It's not a prequel, actually. It's a sequel to mm. the upcoming one as well. That's right. Because you didn't know that. But it's also, I think it's set during Tokyo Drift as well, yeah, I believe. Right. Is that right? Yeah, Don Toretto <laughs> falls into a time portal and ends up in the 50s. <laughs> and people are like, what is this? <laughs> what is happening? What are you playing on, the, on your stereo? What... This is, oh my God, <laughs> this is weirder than those giant radioactive ants we saw the other day. <laughs> Some of the original casting choices of this movie were, and this is insane, Mario Lopez as Dominic, Mark Paul Gosler as Brian, and Dustin Diamond as Jesse. So Do those th- names sound familiar to you, Mason? Those are the three, I would say, principal cast members <laughs> of Saved by the Bell. Correct. Wow. Uh, this was nixed because audiences would be confused. Yes, that would be very confusing. Sure. That is insane. I mean, can you imagine any of them coming out of a time portal in the 1950s? Madness. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. I can picture it. 
But I don't like it. No. Nope. I don't like it. Nice. Uh, Dominic's RX-7 originally had a roll cage. Dom Toretto, mm-hmm. of course. Um, it was removed to accommodate Vin Diesel's physique. Whoa. Someone's editing their own IMBD <laughs> trivia here. Yeah. I mean, well, he's not like he's big, but he's not like he's not like John Cena size. Unless mm. he is. We know, we'll have to see, won't we? In all of uh, Dom Toretto's cars, they actually had to raise the steering wheel to accommodate Vin Diesel's big dick. <laughs> That's just facts. That's just trivia. That's right. Actually, they, they took the engine out and they put it above because they had to slide his dick under the bonnet. <laughs> That's right. That's what they had to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would have put it on the roof. His dick, that is. Just slide it over <laughs> just the top. Just it over the top there. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> Anyways, this has been The Fast and the Furious 2001s. We didn't talk about the plot, but there isn't really a plot. Ah, uh, we did. DVD players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Betrayal. Paul Walker's yeah, yeah. a cop. Michelle Rodriguez is in this. That's true. She's really good. Just doing that one expression. 90 minutes. But sometimes she puts on sunglasses. That's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of character development there. That's true, actually. As in sometimes it's bright. <laughs> sometimes she didn't believe she could do it, but then she did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about Too Fast, Too Furious, a movie I've seen some of and by all accounts is terrible. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. But again, we're only doing the three. We do these in blocks. Because they sort of get better after that. Yeah, that's right. I feel like these first three are really like a a specific era of Fast and Furious, and then they Mm. kind of take a turn. Yeah, yeah. Look, we'll do the next few when Fast 10 comes out, probably. Exactly, which it will. Yeah. Almost certain. Or it's already out, and it's Mm. a prequel. But if you do want to see these videos early, which of course you do, if you go to bigsandwich.co and sign up, they go up there a day early. Also, we've got a bunch of bonus podcasts there, including our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. Normally comes out Monday, comes out there Sunday. And we do a bunch of movie commentaries and the like. As we say every week over here. What do we say? We say you can have any beer you want, as long as it's a Corona. Unless the product placement is it's a different movie. Oh, yeah, this, this will be dynamic, so we'll just slot in a oh. different, different ad every time, yeah. This is going to be really exciting. <laughs> you can have any beer you want, as long as it's NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of internet safety. You better believe it. Yeah. Grab that jam, folks. Goodbye. Remember when uh, Brian is infiltrating, like at the, he goes to the first race, yeah, yeah, and he like he like he's got his big green car and he reverses it, mm. like into the spot. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Whoa, check out this guy's car!" Imagine if it took him like eight tries <laughs> to reverse it. <laughs> yeah. in. I mean, you know, no, it's it's a skill. Yeah, it's yeah, a skill yeah, that yeah. not everybody has. Just real time, just him being like, "Whoop, whoop," and then somebody out the, outside the car's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! You're gonna hit my what?" Okay, he's okay. To be fair though, a lot of these cars don't have rear vision mirrors. For, for real, because they're just always looking forward. They're always like... Look, <laughs> they're like sharks that also don't have rear vision mirrors. Exactly. Whoa. All right, right. Grab that gem. Guys, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.